Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Donald Trump plays a little bit of white snake. Brandon Johnson says, home run in pizzas for students. And then, well, what if I told you a man just broke another woman's world record? All of that means it is a WTF Wednesday right here on Critical Thinking. I'm Andrew Coppins. He's Pat Oni. And you know the drill. You are tuned in to the number one critical thinking podcast in the world. So let's get in to said critical thinking. Good WTF Wednesday to each and every single one of you out there in WTF land. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for watching on the Rumble channel, rumble.com backslash critical thinking. You can always support us over at the Locals channel. If you are on the Rumble page, you can click the join button. That is how you can support us. You can donate as little as $2 a month if you would like to. Every little bit is helpful uh, to allowing us to maintain independence. And uh, we thank you. Also, if enough of you are doing this, we don't have to have ads in the show if you're listening via podcast. So, hey, maybe we're playing a little bit of hostage taker here. You don't want ads? Well, you can do something about it. So we're going to give you some incentives down the road uh, on that front, but you can also just go to the Locals uh, channel, which is criticalthinking.locals.com. You can become a supporter there for as little as $2 a month. It's just as simple as that. We're not asking for $9.99 a month or anything like that. If you can spare a couple of bucks, great. We would love the support. With that being said, Pat, I'm not even going to bother to ask you how you're doing, what's going on. Um, I'm just going to ask you because it's it's, it's well, worthless. It's useless. It's dead air. Well, why is it worthless? Because your small talk is worthless. What do you mean it's worthless? It is abs- It adds absolutely no value to the program. Some would suggest kind of like you. No, no, no. Hold on a minute. You ask me how I am. I give you an answer. You want small talk. You actually have to, you know, ask me questions. That where I give Moving answers. on, this is a WTF Wednesday, and uh, I mentioned to you because we're we were gonna do uh, Worldview Wednesday, right? But I think I think we're gonna move the goalpost a little bit. We're gonna move it to tomorrow because tonight is the GOP presidential debate, and we're gonna get Tucker Carlson talking to Donald Trump on um, on X. So I wanted to do this. I think it's important for us to highlight when candidates are actually telling us what they will or won't do. And just a few days ago, we actually got a glimpse at Donald Trump's immigration platform in 2024. And I thought it would be good to go over kind of the highlights of that. And I said up front that Donald Trump uh, is playing a little bit of white snake. And what I meant by that is I read through the um, kind of if you were to the cliff notes, right? I read through kind of what's behind all of this, and, and he'll never give the details because that is not Donald Trump. I mean, he's the man who said we're going to build the wall and Mexico is going to pay for it. Never mind telling us how the hell they're going to pay for it. And it turns out they never paid a dime for it of – whatever sections of the wall were actually built before that was uh, curtailed by the uh, administrative 
deep state. Okay, with that all having been said, I could not help but think of Whitesnake when I read through this because all that was playing on playing over in my mind was, here we go again. Hmm. Just, just here we go again. So I thought, let's go ahead and show people what Donald Trump is saying and what others are saying about his immigration plan. Now, I will preface this by saying we are attempting to find quality sources. And sometimes those sources come from organizations that do not hold maybe your or my ideological viewpoint. But most importantly, I will say this. Pat, if you were to uh, type in Donald Trump immigration plan 2023 on the Google machine, and I know that this could be partially because Google likes to throttle. Do you want 2023 or 2024 in this 2023. Case? Okay. When you type that in, what you are going to notice is what? Absolutely uh, well, no, not a single solitary source from the right. Uh, no Daily Wire, no Blaze, no nothing, right? Uh, I get. I mean, the, the the first three sources are Axios, Boundless Immigration, Reason yep. Magazine. Then you go to New York Times, Newsweek, Politico, Reuters, New York Magazine, AP News, and, and we Pew know Research. that some of this is because of how Google does this, right? Right. Now, what I did is I individually went to these websites: The Blaze, Daily Wire, other other sites. I'm, I'm assuming, do they have his immigration plan on the no, sites at all? No, they do not. Well, I wonder why. And, and this is the first part of the discussion. You want to say that you hate the bias left-wing media and the lies and the, and the cover-up for the Biden crime family and all this other stuff. Where's your coverage of this? Because this is an important piece of the puzzle in the 2024 election because, and here's why, because for the first time, the sanctuary cities like San Francisco and um, L.A., New York, D.C., um, Chicago, right? Yeah. We are we're experiencing the brunt of what Brownsville, Texas, and El Paso and border towns across the, the southern border have been feeling for a decade, right? We're getting that or first more. glimpse of it. Hmm. And for the citizens that live there, their lives look different today because of it. And in large swaths of it, not so great. Um, now, I will say from my own personal experience, I find what is going on with the migrant center that is right down the street from me, literally right down the street from me, not like a half a mile, like I kitty corner. I can see it. Uh -huh. Um, I find it abhorrent. I find it abhorrent because they're basically locking them into a facility and you are sure free to move about, but they've got them locked inside these little areas of, Grass outside of the facility. Little kids running around. There's about a hundred bikes out in front just sitting there. Rain, sun, whatever, right? They've turned it into, they've turned a literal historic building. It is on the National Registry of Historic Places for its neo-Gothic architecture, Okay. They've turned the front of it into an absolute disgusting disgrace. But beyond that, they're literally just caging these people in and, and warning them to not go out unless they absolutely have to. That's happening on the inside while they're telling the, the community that they're totally free and uh, vent they'll, get, they'll help them get the venture cards and blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. So on both fronts, by the way, it is devaluing a property that has a significant value to it 
And on top of it, they're devaluing them as human beings by saying, uh, stay inside for your own safety. Who in this community, especially one of the most liberal parts of the entire city, they voted for Brandon Johnson, the current mayor, which we're going to talk about later in this program, at an 80% clip for shit's sake. Whom in this community is attacking them or going to? The answer is nobody. I literally went to a community meeting in which they cherry-picked the people to speak, but the vast majority of them is, I want to make sure that that they're being made safe from us. What part of what part of the world in which these migrants have lived suggests that that is the safety that needs to be of concern? What part of the stories that we have seen from all the migrant centers, right, that that matter? All of this to say, for people that are directly impacted in ways that have never happened before, this is an issue that matters greatly in the 2024 election. It matters from a national economic perspective. It matters from a perspective of jobs. It matters from a perspective of our makeup as a society in so much as can we handle an influx of 30, 40 million people on a five-year basis? Oh, by the way, we have a broken uh, welfare system that you hand things out to them on. You know, we have a lot of things to think through as a society when it comes to immigration. So that's why I think this is ultimately important. And yet the blaze, yet the daily wire, yet this, you know, whatever, right? Pick your right wing magazine or right wing website that you'd like to go to. Ask yourself, did red state cover this? No. No. Okay. So with that being said, this is important, and that's why we're going through it. So first and foremost, what does the first part of Trump's immigration plan perhaps, I don't know, detailed? Uh, what What is the details of it? What are they? Well, first and foremost, according to Axios, Trump's plan would involve ways of harsh new policies. That's their words, not mine. But here are some of the highlights. Number one, they're gonna, uh, he wants to ramp up ideological screening for people legally applying to come uh, into the country. U.S. law has blocked communists from entering for decades. It just hasn't been enforced. Trump wants to enforce it to reject applicants who are deemed Marxist. He also wants to send the Coast Guard and the Navy to form a blockade in the waters off of the U.S. and Latin America to stop drug smuggling boats. It would be a significant step up in Trump's show of force uh, from 2020 when he sent warships to the Caribbean as a warning to cartels. He wants to expand the Muslim ban idea. Now, again, those are their words. I would suggest that it has nothing to do with being Muslim. It has to do with the actual geographic location in which we know terrorists come from. It could, it, they could be Israeli terrorists. They, they could be Hamas terrorists. Yeah, no, we're not doing it, right? They could be uh, Al-Qaeda, you know, they could be Al-Shabaab. It doesn't matter, right? It's not about being Muslim, but he wants to bring it back and expand it to block more people from certain countries from entering the U.S. As president, we know that he did ban immigration from more than a dozen countries that are mostly Muslim or in Africa, which are also majority Muslim countries, by the way. President Biden did rescind the executive order. He also wants to designate drug cartels as unlawful enemy combatants to allow the U.S. military to target them in Mexico. The U.S. has used that designation to justify long-term detentions of 9-11 suspects at Guantanamo Bay. So, um, from that perspective, Pat, do you believe this to be wise? Do you believe that this is anything different than what he has put on the table before? Um, wise. That, that is a, that is a great question. On one hand, I want our border secured and protected. Mm -hmm. And 
maybe maybe some of these things would be a, a smart idea in, in terms of um, deterring, you know, illegal immigration. On the other hand, does it also deter from people that are actually trying to come here legally and want to come here and and actually support our communities and support our country? Um, the, I think that remains to be seen. I think a lot of this, from what he has done before is borderline the same if not taking it to a harsher level from what it was before in certain cases um so i'm torn on some of it to be, be to be truly honest i really am torn um i i i i, I I want to, uh, some of it I want to side with, but like if we're looking at it from a wisdom standpoint, I question it. Well, like, because like what are the consequences? Furthermore, why I say this is here we go again. Mm-hmm. My question is does any of this solve the, the quote unquote war on drugs? Probably not. They'll probably just adapt and find other ways to do it. Right. We, for the last, for my entire lifetime, have played whack-a-mole with the war on drugs, right? We've been playing. Right. Oh, they're, they're tunneling. Okay, so now we're going to do this. And then they figure out submarines. And then they do this. And then they do that. They adapt and change. And we're playing whack-a-mole with this idea. My question is, Do we also have a partner in Mexico that would allow us to do this? Because what do we know about the Mexican government? It is largely what? Beholden to the cartels. It's largely well, it's one, corrupted. Yeah. It's, I was going to say, it's one of the most corrupt governments. Right. We, we can't trust yeah. that these types of operations, if they're needing to be coordinated in Mexico, can, uh, can go off without these people just disappearing. Well, oh, they got tipped off. I'm shocked. So what we would have to have is just a tacit okay from Mexico to do whatever the hell we want. Do you think Mexico is giving their sovereignty up like that? Hell no, no, and I don't think they're going to allow us to bring our military in, on, in, in, in within their border. And then, and then what, is the, what is the only other scenario that is possible here? There are only two other scenarios. This is bullshit, or we're invading a sovereign nation. Uh, war with Mexico again? Probably uh, not a good idea. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that. Mm-hmm. Um, in any way, shape, or form. Um, that, that, that does not sound like a wise move. But there are still more things here on this list, by the way. So let's continue. Because um, we noticed that he also wants to seek to end birthright citizenship for children of undocumented immigrants. Trump considered this as president, but today's conservative-leaning Supreme Court has given his team more confidence about taking on an inevitable legal fight. Number two on this list, end Texas's controversial floating barriers, or extend, excuse me, Texas's controversial floating bar- barriers at the Rio Grande, He also wants to quickly deport migrant gang members, smugglers, and other criminals using an obscure section of the 1798 Alien and Sedition Acts. And we're going to get into the legalese of some of this in a second. But he also wants to complete the border wall. He spent billions to put 452 miles of new fencing along the 1,954-mile southern border. Biden, we know, has halted the project. Now, what do we also know about this, Pat, Um, when we go down to the halting of the project? Aren't there certain areas where it's, I don't necessarily want to say impossible because I'm not an engineer and I don't, I don't know what, what all that means, but there's, there's areas of difficulty in putting in the wall. Let's put it that, that way. That's part of it, but that, that was yeah. not where I was going with it. Okay. Where are you going with it? So what I was going with is the sections of the wall that have already been built are already being torn down by migrants attempting to cross our border because we're not securing the sections. We're not doing anything with them. Yeah. That's a problem too. Yeah. That's always going to be a problem. It it is why I believe the border wall in theory could work. But again, the drug smugglers, the, 
human traffickers, the people that are doing the dirty deeds, right? They're just finding ways around it. And yes, there are stories, do not get me wrong, of absolute desperation to escape the gang violence in Honduras or to, you know, political persecution in Nicaragua and, and this and that. I understand all of those things. But folks, there are legal ways for you if you truly do count for asylum. All you have to do, hear me on this for the thousandth time, go to a legal port of entry, claim your asylum, and the process starts legally. Well, can we just briefly for like two seconds go back to the whole Mexico problem? Yeah. Like every, everyone thinks that, that like everyone that's coming here is all like coming from Mexico, which I mean, they are coming from Mexico, but that doesn't mean that they're Mexican. They could be from essentially any country in the world that just happened to be coming across our southern border. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, so we've this seen people from Mexico's every problem. continent, by the way, crossing the right. southern border. Now, here's the interesting part. There's only one candidate that has talked about the other border, the one up north that is increasingly becoming a problem. That's the border with Canada, and his name right, is yeah. Ron DeSantis. He mm -hmm. has talked about it in New Hampshire. He gets it. He understands it's not just an either-or. It's a both problem. And that, right. to me, suggests that we have a larger immigration problem. Now, you might say to yourself, well, wait a minute. Right? You might say to yourself that that's it. Well, let's go ahead and take a look here at some of the legal stuff. Okay? So, his enhanced screening of immigration applicants' ideologies would involve searching their social media accounts, a source familiar with the Trump plan said. Visa applicants already have to provide their social media handles, a practice that began under Trump. He also plans to cut access to the U.S. immigration system for countries whose citizens have high rates of staying in the U.S. illegally after their visas expire. Trump also wants to require prospective immigrants to prove that they can afford health insurance and force some travelers uh, to pay hefty bonds to enter the U.S. So... There's some issues, I think, with some of these ideas. Um, going back to, you know, he wants to end, what, birthright citizenship for um, all undocumented... Children of uh, undocumented... Uh, right. So-called well, anchor well, babies. But but, but here's, here's the thing. What, how are you... How do you do that? Because this is the only country they've ever known. And it's not yeah. even that for me, Pat. It's mm. how do you do that? How do you deny somebody the the ability to have a baby? Like, right? It, let's say they let's say they are legitimately traveling here on vacation in month six of the pregnancy, right? Right. And some complication happens. Are we supposed to just deny that baby the right to bo be born? Like, no. And no. then what? Yeah. They just no. Now, you could say, well, they just don't qualify for citizenship and you must go back to your country of origin. In those cases, sure. But what sure, happens when but they... I, I just... I, do, is this retroactive? Is this going forward? Because if it's going forward, I, I understand it. I don't... Agree agree with it i mean i could see sending the family members that came here that that made that that were able of of sound mind and body to make the decision to come here illegally i could see doing that but then but then what are you doing you know you're you're mm -hmm. separating the family too so and it's now like, health I, insurance plus mm -hmm. it's already and this is the part that bothers me with the the GOP's plans on immigration overall. They don't understand why they're 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 exacerbating the problem. So the issue of illegal immigration is threefold: desperation, right, of the people in Central America and elsewhere. Okay, and that's by the way that is not our issue, but. It is a failure to recognize that desperation. 
Number um, two, it is a failure to recognize the real brunt part of the issue. Money. We make it extremely expensive to go through the legal immigration process. And you might say, well, that's all right. You are correct, except for you can't say that we want to make it expensive, right, so that we can stem the the tide, if you will, right? We want to be able to cap the number or do whatever, and we're doing it artificially by making it really extremely, extremely expensive to do it legally. You can't say that, and then on the other side, wonder why the hell people are risking limbs and lives to come here and enter the across the border. Well, you're giving them all the incentive in the world to do it. And then third and foremost is that we, we give them a safety net when they get here. We do. I, the city of Chicago is spending billions of dollars on housing and feeding and doing whatever for migrants in the shelters. Okay? But they have not done the same thing for the people that live here currently who might struggle with <coughs> with keeping a job or, or whatever's going down in their lives, right? Well, community programs, right, but those are severely underfunded, right? So if we're going to do I, – I just struggle with the GOP – well, let's let's do this, Pat. Let's make it more expensive because you've got to have health insurance. Well, how the hell do you get health insurance? You have to pay money. And we know what about premiums? Oh, you're going to throw them on Obamacare? So you're going to increase the the government bloat? And then and then on top of it, hefty bonds to come here. It's it already a hefty bond to do this legally, you dumbasses. It just doesn't make sense. It, 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 this, it doesn't address the problem. They don't understand the problem. The problem is not these people. The, the problem is that we have created a system that incentivizes illegal activity. We have to create a system that incentivizes legal activity. And, and harshly punishes illegal activity. Instead, what are we doing? Ah, shh. You overstay your student visa? Guess what? You go to prison, right? That's a hell of a deterrent. You, do you feel like you want to go to prison? Oh, no, oh, by the way, we have a system that is going to track your ass. And we know exactly where you are and what you're doing, Right? That's our right, by the way, uh, to do that. Well, but to the libertarians out there, are are we saying don't come here? No. We are saying you have a right to come here, but we also have the right to understand what happens when you do. But, but what about it, the legal immigrants? Right. We are saying this is a condition of your legal immigration for a temporary status. Well, shouldn't we just let them into the country? No. We're saying you are a guest of ours to study here. It's it's it's, it's kind of like leaving, uh, living with your your house unlocked and just saying like, hey, anyone can come in at any time. No one would wa actually want to do that. All right. Nobody's advocating. I don't believe. So there are people, there are libertarians who will advocate for open borders. I do not. I advocate for a legal immigration system that has a very simple barrier to entry. Do you want to come here? Do you have employment when you come here? Thirdly, do you have a a criminal history? And then, by the way, maybe for a period of three, four, five years, we are going to track your activity, and at any point in time during that five-year span, you commit a felony. You no longer have the right to be here. You're gone. The rest of you can stay here, you pay a nominal fee, and that fee covers a background check, uh, all the stuff that we you know uh, need to check on, right? That fee covers all of those things. It covers your 
your application for a visa and this and that, right? And you come here, you work, you live out the American dream, and away we go. Well, the thing with the criminal record, though, like I wouldn't just say, well, if you have a criminal record, it's okay. You have a criminal record. What was that criminal record? I think that's also important, too. Because, like, if someone has a, an unpaid speeding ticket, you know, that's going to be, that. I, to me, that's stupid. Someone commits murder, on the other hand, uh, oh, hell no. You're not coming in. Right, right. It's just a, you know, I, I'm not talking about any criminal history. I'm talking about felonies and if it involves children, if it involves dangerous activity, blah, right. blah, 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 blah. That's fine. We also have the right to look into, are you a cartel member? Do you have gang affiliations? That sort of stuff. I understand yeah. all of that. But, but hey, do you have, can you save up $1,000 for that? Mm-hmm. I, I think the average rate now is over fourteen or $15,000 just to get through the process. It shouldn't have to involve a lawyer unless you have a claim that says, hang on a second, you know, whatever. I, I just... I really struggle with the GOP's version of this, and I struggle with the libertarian uh, crowd that says, just come here. No, 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 no. We, because if that's the case, then we are truly global citizens, but yet you and the libertarian party would suggest, no, or, no, we shouldn't be global citizens. We don't want globalism, but you are just advocating for it. So I struggle with all those things, but I mainly struggle with the GOP not recognizing that none of this deals with actual root issues. None of this deals with the system that has gotten us to this point. There's not a single solitary moment of this that would deal with it. Are you deal? Are you, are you going to suddenly stop seeing fentanyl come over the border, Pat? If they just blockade in the in the Caribbean and uh, crack down on on gang members and cartel members? N- no. Why? Because there are billions of dollars every year to be made and the almighty dollar rules all in mexico today so my question is if you're not gonna solve it by playing whack-a-mole why are we not dealing with the root issues there's a difference between i want to temporarily do these things to help stem the tide while we are doing the other things but Comprehensive immigration reform has been a topic since, uh, I don't know, about uh, my entire adult life. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like the pro-abortion and the pro-life issue, right? Right. Big baby, we've talked about it time and time again. They're pissed right now. Why? Because their golden calf has been slaughtered. Suddenly, they got to figure out a new grift. Suddenly, their cash flow is drying up. Because it was never about what? Actually stopping abortion. It was about a grievance industry. So be wary of those who are in these circles who are not interested in solutions. They're interested in furthering and exacerbating the problems and never solving. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You're never going to... Be perfect. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is let's get a system in which there's incentive for those who want to legally come here to be able to achieve that 
Right now, it is a very unachievable moment for the vast majority of people who want to come here. And by the way, that would include your ancestors, Pat, my ancestors, and all the people that are listening. Your ancestors would who came here would never be able to do, do it today. Never, ever legally be able to do it. it. Oh, by the way, a decade? How about a year? I think vast majority of people would say, you know what? A year is a reasonable amount of time for us to be able to wait to get into the United States of America. But I think I think that's like the issue with Trump's immigration policy, right? I mean, here here we have things that you know that that resonate with people that that sound right. good, but when you think it through to its conclusion, I, I asked at the beginning, what are the consequences of some of these ideas? That's that's what we need to ultimately ask ourselves. What are the consequences? It's not about the immigrants themselves. It's about what are the consequences for us as a nation. Because we could actually be using this to our advantage um, within our own societies, and we don't do that. Because as you aptly pointed out, we don't understand the real problem here. If anything, we the policies that we come up with exacerbate the problem. And while Trump may have some good ideas when it comes to immigration, I will I will ultimately give him that. And while I ultimately think some of these, like like yeah, we probably should be doing at least some of this. Um, yeah, we, we should probably be doing some things a little differently there too. Like, like, how do yeah, we? One hundred percent agree with you. I think you know the other thing that we have to realize is where where are these things coming from from a legal standpoint. So I want right. to quickly go over this because. You're going to want to know Section 212F of the U.S. Code, which grants the president broad power to suspend the entry of all aliens or any class of aliens as immigrants or non-immigrants if their entry would, quote, would be detrimental to the interest of the United States. So you can make the argument if we know that these people are members of cartels, gangs, um, that they have a history of terrorism – all that sort of stuff. That's an e immediate expulsion, child uh, trafficking, all that sort of stuff, right? Right, yeah. Uh -huh. um, you also need to know the Alien Enemies Act, which is part of the uh, Sedition and Alien Act, okay? A the Alien and Sedition Act, which was signed into law by President John Adams in 1798. From, from my knowledge, that has never actually been used. But he wants to use it to quickly remove smugglers and migrants without having to go through the legal steps in ISIS deportation process by claiming a, quote unquote, invasion. That's the part of this, that the Alien Enemies Act would be an invasion at the border, labeling certain nationalities as alien enemies. Now, personally, knowing what we know of the drug cartels, the smugglers, the ch uh, child you know, traffickers, all those things, you can make an argument that that is a direct enemy of the United States. You can I think there's a decent legal argument to suggest that when you're pumping poison over the border, when you are killing in the streets of Chicago, Dallas, El Paso, Brownsville, all over the country, members of the cartels are killing not just people by drugs, but also by guns and other violence in furtherance of their criminal activity, that they are an enemy to the United States of America. It'll be interesting to see how that shakes out, especially with the Supreme Court, the way that it currently stands. I just think what we see from Trump, what I've seen from other people, is a failure to understand how to untangle the web that we have woven. And that is a basic misunderstanding, or not a mis misunderstanding, but a basic lack of critical thinking. Let's critically think through our immigration problem. Let's do that. Instead, it's bogged down in Washington, D.C. swamp BS, right? And lobbyists and, you know, the, the legal defense funds on the border and left-wing activism and this and that, right? Well, I, I would even call some of it reactionary. Yeah. And from both sides, by the way. This is not right, a right. yeah, left-wing reactionary thing or, or right-wing itself. It is mm. literally both sides just, wah! Whoa, 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 right. whoa, whoa. Let's stop playing whack-a-mole and let's try to make this as safe, legal, and as transparent as possible. 
There's a reason why it costs fourteen, fifteen thousand dollars for people to to navigate the legal immigration system because it costs that much to hire a freaking lawyer to be able to navigate said system. Now, having said all of that, Pat, I think it's a great time for us to play a little bit of the B or not the B before we get into the bulk of WTF Wednesday. You ready? Let's do that. All right. Lay that headline on me, please. All righty. Today's headline. Sam Bankman-Fried is living on bread and water in jail because they won't serve him vegan food. Sam Bankman-Fried is living on bread and water in jail because they won't serve him vegan food. Is this the B or not the B? And folks, while you're thinking about that, it's Wednesday. You need that Wednesday morning pick-me-up. All you need to do is go to coffeebrandcoffee.com. Use the promo code Critical Thinking at checkout, and you'll get 5% off your purchase. They've got all sorts of different great flavors over there. Um, I, I, I've been advocating. Somebody please try the blueberry cobbler and let me know wh- what that's like and let me live vicariously through you. I, I, I would greatly appreciate that. Um, Andrew is sworn by the bourbon and the uh, strawberries and cream. My recommendation, find something that you know you like, find something you know you want to try, and go from there. All you need to do is go to coffeebrandcoffee.com, promo code critical thinking at checkout, and you'll get 5% off your purchase. They don't care about your politics. They don't care about who you voted for. They just care about giving you a great product in exchange for money because, you know, that's that's how business ought to be done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So go to coffeebrandcoffee.com, promo code critical thinking at checkout, and you'll get 5% off your purchase today. All right. Sam Bankman-Fried is living on bread and water in jail because they won't serve him vegan food. Is this the B or not the B? Andrew Coppins, your answer. I I think whoever wrote this headline missed a great opportunity. Mm -hmm. Not by bread alone. (laughs) That should have been the headline. Sam Bankman-Fried is living by not or living not by bread alone. By bread and water. But yes, I think this is absolutely not the B. I could totally see him being a vegan bro. And uh, and um, well, he actually might be better off on bread and water than his stupid vegan diet. All right, is that your final answer? By final the way? answer is not the B. Okay. Uh, the full headline is global con man Sam Bankman Freed is living on bread and water in jail because they won't serve him vegan food. Dude, you're in prison. Uh-huh. You, it's not uh-huh. like you get a a a uh, menu um, from a five star restaurant and you get to pick and choose your meals. That's not how this works. You're in prison, bro. Um. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Maybe you don't. Um. Maybe you have like food allergies or something like that to where you know th- there might be able to have some exceptions there. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, you don't get to choose the meals. You're in prison. That's the point. Good grief, man. Not not in prison for long, I have a feeling. At least, at least, at least but here's the thing. He's getting three square meals a day. Yeah. I would, yeah. So. I'm not touching that with a 10-foot pole. I'm, I'm yeah. going to tell you that those are not square meals in any way, shape, or form. Well, sh- well, they're trash. Fair. They are utter trash. They are. I will, trash. I will it, die on that hill. That you want to, you want to curtail some of the issues that happen in prison. Feed them well. Feed them decent food. Don't feed them trash. It doesn't. It and by doesn't trash, mean, I mean don't feed them like meals that cost thirty-five cents a pop. Right. That's like, the average right now. That, that Spend a couple that of dollars. Mean, that doesn't mean, you know, feed them a five-star meal. No. Know. Could you feed them a, a pork chop? Could you feed them a, a real hamburger? Could you feed them, you know, things that are actually healthy for them? Yeah. Right? Things yeah. that, that's a square meal for me. And there ain't <coughs> nothing square about the meals. Trust me on that one. There ain't nothing square about it. They are freaking slop, god-awful for the vast majority of prisons, jails, whatever in this country. And but I will die right. on that hill. I will because I guarantee you what happy people are usually what? Fed well people. Fed. Mm-hmm. I'm not suggesting uh, that you have to go overboard. I'm suggesting just feed them like I don't know, like some decent vegetables and uh decent 
a meat selection once in a great while. Like, instead of PB&J every morning or crap bologna sandwiches, like, you know, decent bread. How hard is that? I guarantee you a cut down on the cost that you have for, I don't know, stabbings and fights over over uh, commissary, right? Because you don't need as much commissary when you think that you're getting a decent meal. Why, why are most people fighting over commissary? Because they get crap and they don't eat it. And then they buy the other stuff so that they can eat halfway decently. Yeah, but I think you're right, though. I think he's probably getting out of prison at some point here. In oh, the, a thousand percent. Not so distant future. Yep. Absolutely. With that being said, because uh, that is def- definitely WTF, it is time for the formal WTF Wednesday. <laughs> All right, so um, <clears throat> let's go with the video first, Pat, and and maybe you should set this one up because we have one video on today's WTF Wednesday. Uh, if it's the video I'm thinking of, it's a video of a teacher. Or no, no, a principal. no, no, not a teacher. No, it's, a principal. it's a principal, right? Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Administrator. Who? Wants to uh, make sure that uh, everyone feels safe and included and refuses to, quote-unquote, misgender. I was doing the safety dance what, there, Pat. What, what, what I was going to say, what in the absolute hell was that? Folks, if you're not watching, Andrew did just did some kind of like... You can do the safety dance too, Pat. Dance. Because that's what she is literally telling us to do is the safety dance. I'm convinced. As a school administrator, I will never intentionally misgender a staff member or student. Schools are supposed to be a safe place where kids can learn and grow and be themselves. As a principal of a middle high school, I am very passionate about making sure that all my students feel safe and included and respected. We have ability and ability in our grading system or our um, student tracking system to change pronouns, uh, preferred pronouns and preferred names. And that's exactly what we do. So if a student would like to change their pronouns, we can do that for them in our system, which also means that when they log on to their um, Chromebook, it will come up as their preferred name. Um, Go to hell. Would, would misgendering someone, by the way, would that be calling someone that looks like a man, but really truly isn't a man? A man? Mm, no comment. Also, um, she talked about uh, it being respectful. Is feeding into a mental illness respectful? No, we talk about it all the time. That's why I do. I strongly, strongly dislike Jill Biden and the entire Biden family. I also strongly dislike borderline hate all of the grifters that have grifted themselves into positions of power on the backs of a senile president of the United States named Joseph Marionette, Bi- I mean, Robinette Biden. Mm. Uh, there's, there's nothing I loathe more than people who feed into other people's mental illness or they use it as an advantage for themselves because mm. I've seen it my entire life. I've seen people who think that they are just, uh, you know, they treat them like trained seals at SeaWorld, right? Or, or, or. What, what about Robert Peters? That's Joe Biden, by the way, Pat. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. okay. Now, we, we, uh, don't, we, we don't know the other two alleged out of the six. Uh, <laughs> there's supposed but, to be up to upwards of six, at least three pseudonyms that have been used by Joseph Marionette Biden and the Biden crime family to get away with literally uh, peddling his 
position as the vice president of the United States of America for personal familial Rico gain. Anywho. Also, as, as a general rule, isn't respect earned, not given? I mean, I mean, I guess to a point it is, but you have to give respect and to it get respect. eroded or verified, right? That That's how I, I work from. I, I work from a, a perspective of that. Now, that being said, speaking of trans, Pat, <clears throat> transgender powerlifter crushes woman's world record by 440 pounds. In the Canadian Powerlifting Union's championships last week. Oh, what do you know, Pat? Canada again. Oh, boy. Anne, <clears throat> Anne Andres, a male who identifies as a female, lifted 1,317 pounds, a new woman's world record by more than 440 pounds. Didn't we just talk about this person like a couple of weeks ago? No, this is a different one. This is a different person? Yeah, okay. they, they are this not the same. Okay, because I looked up I looked up the uh, men's world record, by the way. Yep. Um, it's uh, Jesus Oliveras. Yep. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. Uh, is the current men's raw total record holder with a 2,540.8 pound total. He squatted for 1,306.1 pounds. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Uh-huh. You're telling me that that's more than double the women's world record? Which was just obtained, yeah, or almost double, I should say. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, well, he, he, um, by the way, he also uh, this guy also benched six hundred point seven pounds and deadlifted nine hundred and three point nine pounds. So he deadlifted almost the same amount as that person. Ah, also, by the way, Pat. Um, in case you were wondering how insane. This is, check out this. This is from an Instagram post earlier. I didn't touch a barbell in my entire life until seven years ago. In theory, I will be representing Canada at IPF Masters Worlds in October of 2024. Unless I get hurt, I will win by a good margin. How do you know that? How how do you know that? That's what I want to know. Oh, you know it because you have a physiological advantage that you... You're up by 440 pounds uh, in three. Check this out, Pat. Let's let's do the math here. Let's all do it together. That's 440 pounds, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm going to divide that by three. That means uh-huh. you are outlifting somebody by an average of 146 pounds per uh, per lifting technique, right? A hundred and fifty freaking pounds. So, um, what 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 you're saying is uh, this is uh, not a woman. Also, this individual Pat uh, did not transition until after puberty, and allegedly they 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 have proof that they tested with low T uh, as a twenty year old, and and they have lower testosterone levels than most women. And and th- that she's gone through, wait for this, menopause three times. You can't go through menopause, through menopause. as a dude. Oh, Wusa. Oh, boy. Now, they do go through male menopause, right? Which is, wait for this, right? Depression, loss of sex drive, ED, other physical and emotional symptoms when they reach their late 40s to early 50s. How old is this individual, Pat? Um, 40. 40, yeah. You mean to tell me that three times since you were 20 you went through menopause? Bull. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's not. Uh, speaking of that, um, the biggest bull bleep of the week, the biggest WTF of the week for me comes from right here in the city of Chicago, which I cannot wait to escape, oh boy. <clears throat> from Fox 32. As Chicago students prepare to return to the classroom, Mayor Brandon Johnson and Home Run Inn have organized an exciting event to welcome kids back with their favorite treat. And, of course, every kid's favorite treat is what? Pizza. 
I don't know a single kid who doesn't love a good pizza, right? Uh, I knew now, a few. Some would They're suggest weird, that uh, some would suggest that uh, home run in pizza is somewhere near the medium scale in Chicago pizza world, right? It's a chain. It's kind of the chain that second secondly made Chicago famous for pizza, right? Okay, great. It's got a story. Blah blah freaking blah. Um. So that's how it was supposed to go, right? They're going to get pizza. This is how it actually went, Pat. So those who are not watching on Rumble right now, you are seeing a, wait for this, group of kindergartners getting what, Pat? Are those frozen pizzas? You are correct. Frozen home run in cheese (laughs) pizzas. Wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. They're cheese pizza. Like, there's not even like a pepperoni pizza. They're no, just they're cheese all pizzas? cheese pizzas. So wait. Now, now, I, I will tell you this. We uh, obviously are partially home to Home Alone, and we all know that Kevin McAllister absolutely loves his cheese pizzas. But none of them are Kevin McAllister. Okay. Um, first of all, you, what you're telling me is, is that, uh, Brandon Johnson's so cheap that he has to give up frozen pizzas instead of like from a chain. They are from a uh, chain. Home Run Inn is a chain here in Chicago. Yeah, but, but you're doing frozen instead of fresh pizzas. Like that's, that's stupid. Um, also Pat, they are giving them, distributing them to only kindergartners. What kindergartner knows how to, what, what the hell? Right, and then and then on top of that, why are you giving out just cheese? Like, at least I can see making cheese pizza an option, but at least make a pepperoni an option. Good grief, you cheap ass bastards! <laughs> Order some Giordano's or uh, Lou Malnati's, or do a taste of Chicago with all the famous places, and you can come in and you can get a pizza. Right or get a slice of pizza as a kindergartner, right? Awesome. Um, what the hell is a kindergartner supposed to do with a frozen pizza? And furthermore, that is an introduction to their school day. Where the hell are they supposed to put a frozen pizza? And then thirdly, by the time they get home, are they going to be able to bake that frozen pizza by themselves? Because oh, that's right. Uh, CPS mom and dads were being told are working three jobs and they can't. So your kindergartners, what well, the absolute hell was that? Where, where are they supposed to put those frozen pizzas in the meantime? I have a suggestion where Brandon Johnson and Home Run Inn can take those frozen pizzas and put them straight up their candy asses. That is, this is the, how tone deaf do you have to, how dumb are you? You're supposed to have been an educator, right? You're supposed to the big the big hullabaloo around Brandon Johnson is that what? He's buddy buddy with CTU because he was wait for it, a member of the board of the Chicago Teachers Union because he was a middle school teacher for for 4 years before he decided to become a politician doing the bidding of the CTU. This is the dumbest bleep I have ever seen. A candy what the hell? Who thought that, the, even if this was a fifth grader, who thought this was a good idea? Whom? How? Are they I mean, are, are they supposed to put that into their, like, you know, claymation easy-bake oven when they get home? But what, what the hell are we doing? Come on. That, you're spending your money on that? That that's what you came up with as a yeah we we're we're feeding the we're feeding our children as they go back to school, huh? <sighs> with that, Pat, your final thoughts on today's show. God, Brandon Johnson, you suck. Well, don't get lost. Remember who you are. No means no. And uh, Andrew, you're welcome. For for what? Oh, just the uh, Give, Send, Go account to help you get out of Chicago. You're welcome. Oh, yes, yes. Okay, well, uh, 
speaking of of, uh, of that, um, while all of that was going on, Pat, did I tell you about the individual who um, carjacked three cars um, the other day? No. And was caught the third time um, in possession of a firearm, okay, while also being out on bail, wait for it, for being a felon in possession of a firearm. Who wait, was, wait, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yep. You're not allowed to have firearms in Chicago, right? <laughs> you silly, silly man. Um, <laughs> also, also, awaiting, so he was caught as a felon in possession of a firearm. Twice. Then also caught as carjacking with that said firearm or similar uh-huh. firearm. Uh-huh. But he was also out on bond for the offense of, wait for this, carjacking. So he was out on bond for carjacking, caught being a felon in possession of a firearm while out on that bail, also for a third time out on bail, caught carjacking. Welcome to No Bail Chicago. And is it any wonder why that Give, Send, Go account would be very, very helpful right now? Uh, so if you'd like to donate to that, get a hold of Pat Oni, DM him at the Pat Oni Show. I mean, He'll give you the information. I mean, With that being said, Pat, uh, please be smart, be safe, be kind. Make sure you eat all of your meals today. And my God, Brandon Johnson is the dumbest mayor I have ever seen in my entire life. And as always, Matthew 547.